Hello, hello, and welcome back to Just Us Browns fans. This is Lisa. This is James. And we are here in our second episode to talk about, review the Cleveland Browns 2020. Okay, so first off, what was your what's your overall grade? What's your impression, James? What do you, how do you think we did? I think we did well. Um, we did not have a lot of needs to fill, it seems like. I mean, we definitely had needs, but just not all over, the, you know, not starters at every position like it usually seems like. We weren't and, desperate. Right. There, there it is in a <laughs> nutshell. One of the first years that we were not desperate in the draft, and we uh, we seemed to make a very efficient job of it. Efficient is a good term. I like that. Very professional, maybe business like, um, serious. I don't know. It, it it definitely was a different tone. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think we did well as well. So we thought today we would just, you know, go through the picks, kind of give a high-level overview, talk about the different players. You know, for most of these people, not going to lie, didn't watch them play a whole lot in college, but, you know, seen some clips, some film, um, think that there's some, some, some good talent there. So let's just get started. You ready? I'm ready. Uh, round one. Number 10th overall, Jedrick Willis, offensive tackle from Alabama. What do you think? 6'4", 312 pounds, and willing to listen to Joe Thomas. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That right there, willing to listen. You know, got drafted at the top of his class, well, you know, along with the the other guy from Georgia, but still uh, willing to be coachable and not so full of himself as uh, not being able to learn anything more. Exactly. Um, I think, I know there is some concern about the fact that he's never quote-unquote played left tackle before, but um, no one else seems to have a problem with that. Joe doesn't think it's a problem. Coaches don't think it's a problem. Um, they're like he's a tackle. It's not like you know they're asking me to play left tackle. They pretty much figure <laughs> he's smart. He can figure it out, and he's got the skill. So, looking forward to seeing what he does. Uh, you know, once we get to, to any form of you know training camp practice, that'll be interesting. Exactly. Uh, like you said, never played left tackle before, but. I'm looking forward to um, seeing how he makes the adjustments to uh, become what he needs to be in order to survive in this league. I do like the fact that he played basketball. He's a little, he looks like he's a little light, like he's got the good footwork, right? Like he knows how to move. So, you know, like I said, we, we will see how this all turns out, but I agree. Good feet and playing basketball. He probably has good hands. Um, and you know, True. meaning good hand placement. You know, he's probably pretty good with his hands too. So, 
Sounds like he's right. got the uh, intangibles. Sorry for using that word. I know it gets overused during draft time, but <laughs> good feet and good hands is a good start. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So you want to move on to round two? Well, yeah, let's. Round two. Grant Delpit. LSU. 6'2", 213 pounds. Safety. Yes. Uh, I'm good with that one. Uh, (laughs) um, It looks like, hopefully, uh, with him being drafted that high, hopefully we drafted another starter. Um, Like I said, hopefully Jed will do well enough to start at left tackle. I mean, he's going to have to be picked at 10. And with this gentleman being picked in the second round and not really having a uh, a strong safety or starting caliber safety, I mean, besides the free agents that we signed, I mean, of course, they're already proven to be in the league. But um, with this guy coming from LSU, yeah, he seems to bring some spark with him. So hopefully we've uh, drafted another starting all-pro here. Awesome. I again I lots of good things. Um I do like the fact that he is from um a, a program with a tradition of winning, kinda, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. the S the SEC is what it is. There's tons of good talent. So he's played up against some of the best. Um I find it interesting that we are we really got a, a LSU um connection going but it makes sense because again coming from a national championship team so you know it's it makes sense to look to the champions uh for your talent because theoretically that's where some of the the best talent would be um sure yeah i'm i again i think this is a, a good fit there'll be a lot of um hopefully mentoring that will happen with his uh, fellow uh, alum <laughs> in a sense that it's like, okay, yeah, you know, we're going we gonna to make sure you, you do what you need to do, you know, to get what you get where you need to get and be here with, with the rest of us. So, um, yeah, no, right. no downside for me. It's nice to have, like you said, with the fellow alum, uh, not only do they have fellow alum, but for that fella alum to be a uh, like a team leader, like Jarvis Landry, right, right. You know, for him to be a captain, it's not like he's the the local uh, the local clown or anything like that. He's actually a leader, <laughs> right? Can, you know, show him the the way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, moving on to round three, Jordan Elliott. Defensive tackle from Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. How do you pronounce that? Missouri. <laughs> Six four, three hundred and two pounds. Another SEC um, player coming from Any the thoughts? Show Me State. Show me. Yeah, uh, he's uh, how 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 much does he weigh again? What's his three oh two. Six four, three hundred and two pounds. Okay, yeah. So that's a big it, boy. I, that's a big boy. I seen him. I seen some uh, a little bit of highlight film of him uh, 
looks like he was taking on some uh, some double teams and a lot of double teams in his senior year uh, and still trying to overcome. I think it, it made his junior year might have came on better than his senior year. I think, you know, people looked at the junior tape and said, hey, we better double team that guy. But uh, he looks like he can push the pocket and uh, chase down people within a 5, 10-yard radius. Um, I'm glad that we took a defensive tackle at third, uh, depending on how much uh, much Sheldon Richardson has in the tank. You know, mm. possible that him and Larry Ogunjobi could uh, be a, a long-term uh, force in the middle with uh, Miles on the outside. Yeah, I, you know, I like – there's really a lot of layers to me of kind of what they did with the draft because – you know, we referenced at the beginning, not so quote unquote desperate or thirsty, as some would say. So it was like really opportunity to look at like, are we getting some good solid backups, right? People that can develop and maybe take over, you know, even more so when some of the veterans that we have, free agents we have, you know, their time is up or they move on or whatnot. Um, so it's kind of like, okay, you know. Like you said, just good to have another person there. So we will see. Right. And sometimes when you have a defensive line, uh, it, it, sometimes it's all about rotation, you know. Yeah, and, that too. That you know, too. Yeah. Like I said, we got like for, for the now, for the 2020, if we have a season, we got Sheldon Richardson in there who's a proven force. And then if he needs a blow, this young man can come in and get some experience. Like he did. We're not depending on him to play all the snaps. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we're all about positivity here in Just Us Browns fans. You cannot say, if we have a season, man, we're going to have a season. Well, that did kind of slip. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Everybody wear your mask. Everybody wear your mask. Yeah. Yeah, if dumb. if they let us fans back in the stadium, I mean we'll see how how right. things go. But we, I'm we good. definitely gonna have to talk about that in, in, in the episode because I that that's that's gonna be some real some real heartbreaking indigestion if we don't get to uh to actually play out a season. Um yeah, we'll come back to that. Uh, moving on to the Oh no, we're still in the third round because we had two picks in the third round. My my bad. Yes. Pick number thirty-three, which was Jacob Phillips, linebacker from LSU. Who'd have thunk it? Uh six three, two twenty-nine. Any thoughts about Jacob? Well, with him being six three uh, and two twenty-nine, doesn't sound like Hopefully he can cover. I mean, hopefully with that frame, uh, I mean, of course, two twenties, nothing to scream at, but you know, a little, a little, little skinny, a little bit, maybe like Mac <laughs> Wilson. Um, hopefully he's got some speed and can still cover while uh, while stopping the run. Okay. So, yeah, again, I'm not too sure if you know it'd be beautiful if you had the skill set to come in as a starter right there beside Mac Wilson two guys with similar um similar assets like i said having that tall that tall frame and, and enough speed 
the cover. Um, but we'll have to see. Maybe he'll switch in and out with uh, Sione Takitaki. We'll see about and and you know, like I said, and the free agents. We'll have to have a. We definitely need to have another podcast about the free agents because we haven't spoken about them at all. Absolutely, yes, we can. We can definitely, you know, got a couple thoughts on them. So, again, I agree. You know, more to come. All these guys, you know, the clips we saw, you know, had a chance to kind of look at a few. Everybody looks great in your highlight films because uh, it's obviously your best moments. Uh, but we we will definitely see. But you know, right off the top, it's no. There's no like what, like why, who, where did you get this guy from? So um, still going down that positive positive road. So moving on to the fourth round, we picked up with the. Actually, it's the 115th pick. Uh, Harrison Bryant, tight end from Florida Atlantic, 6'5", 243. What say you? Uh, good size. I mean, you know, 6'5", nice and tall. It's going to be hard for the shorter corners to cover him. I mean, hopefully be able to just throw it up. Uh, I just I w- I hope he can block, you know, because we we definitely need a you know a tight end that can block as well as catch. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he has. I mean, seeing how we picked him at the uh, in the fourth round. Of course, he doesn't have to start. We already have uh, Austin Hooper and David Njoku, and uh, we also still have Stephen Carlson from last year. So um, I'm looking forward to him coming in, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he has. You know, yeah, don't know much about him, but he did win the uh, he won the award, uh, the Mackey for, Award. Yeah, so I mean, he had to be able to do a little bro- a little blocking, you would think, and yeah, top tight end in college football last season. Yeah, so. And we do know that uh, Coach Stefanski is really into his tight ends. So I'm going to assume that he would pick one um, that would be able, that would be a good one, right? Um, don't mm-hmm. quite know what his offense is going to look like yet. So I kinda, we're kind of at a disadvantage in, in that respect of like, how is he planning on using these people? We think we know, but, you know, it's like, okay. How how's that work? But yeah, I mean the measurables are all there. The accolades are all there. Um, you know, Florida Atlantic is not the SEC, but it's still a school that people have heard of before, right? Right, and they did put some work in on Ohio State. Well, he did. They did. That was like <laughs> his best game. He was saying, "I was like, oh, that was a little embarrassing, but okay." So right. we'll take that as he likes the state of Ohio. <laughs> he performs well <laughs> here. So that's a good thing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So we we will see. Okay. Moving on to the fifth round with the 160th pick, they chose Nick Harris, center from the University of Washington, 6'5, 
302 pounds. Yes. Now, uh, this guy might need a little bit more time on this guy right here. I don't want to I don't want to write a love letter, but Oh man. <laughs> I forgot. This is this is your this is your position. This is your spot. <laughs> man, ahead, the continue. offensive line. Well, the thing about the little bit I could catch on uh at the com at the combine. You know, I don't I didn't get to see all of the linemen work out at the combine, but I did get to see this guy. I also saw Ezra Cleveland too. Um I get a but anyway, this guy right here reminds me of a bigger the way he exaggerates his his form, his technique, reminds me of a, a more plump Alex Mack. You know, of course Alex Mack was kind of trim. But this okay. guy right here, the way he over-exaggerates on his form, I could tell he's paying a lot of attention to his technique. He looked like the best center at the combine, if you ask me, but maybe I just didn't get to see all of the centers. Uh, okay. One of the knocks on him. Yeah, one of the knocks on him, they said he was soft around the middle. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm trying to call it the fat boy or whatever. <laughs> nah. It, it'll be okay. Uh, yeah. He's not going to be expected to start being picked in the fifth round. We just gave uh, Jake Schwader or Jake, uh, JC Treader all that money. But I think, right. you know, he'll be able to get in that NFL weight room and firm up whatever he needs to firm up. And he could be a starting center before we know it. I, I got to see a little bit of film on him on, on YouTube. Like I said, this guy is. Lot, he's very heavy on technique. Like I said, I don't know how many bench reps he got in, so I'm not too sure about his strength, but he is high on technique and has very good feet. So okay. I really like him. I was hoping we would get him. Here's the thing. I'm, when I seen him, I said, oh, man, this guy's going to go in the first round. That's what I thought. I, when, I texted, oh, okay. when I texted you, Ordinance, I said, oh, man, this guy, Nick Harris, his first-round talent. Just because of the way he was moving at the combine, just because how how I'm like I said I can't exa- explain how much technique means when you're in this uh, close quarter because he's always keeping his body in position to sustain blocks, make blocks, and sustain blocks without being bowled over. Um, so I was surprised that he lasted this long and. He may be a starter before we know. I know he has some guard experience also. I did not get to see that, but I cannot wait to see this guy as a starting center. So you like him then? Just a little bit. <laughs> okay. I was just checking He's on okay. him. He's okay. He's all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know, I, you brought out some really good points. Um, you know, I love the fact that he is, they didn't get him into the fifth round and that we already have a starting center because that would absolutely give him the space to develop, right? We don't have to Mm -hmm. throw him in there like, you know, fresh meat. Be like, okay, you got the middle. You know, you know, I always say, first you snap the ball. Till that ball, till that happens, nothing else is supposedly going on of any note. But yeah, I, I think he'll be fine. I think that it's nice, like you said earlier, nice to have these people that will be true, good backup, so that if some of the existing starters, the veterans, need to come out for a minute, they can come out. Like, And we don't all have to be sitting there on like, oh, my God, 
they took him out. Oh, who's this cat going in? Like, is this is this gonna work? You know, fearful for the two plays or you know however long that they need to be in. So, I think we're headed right. down the right path. And JC Charter was playing through. It seems like he's played through injury every year he got here. I mean, last year. Oh my god! I tell you why. I give it to him. He gets he gets a tough man award because I seen him literally blocking on one leg. Uh, That's when his ankle was messed up last year. You know, right yeah. up the middle, the dude's coming at him, and he's pushing off of a dude, and he's got one leg in the air because he can't put any pressure on the other. And I'm like, oh wow. So right. he toughed it out like that. Got the big contract. That's why he was toughing it out. He's like, I can't come out. I got to show him on the every play, man. Got the big money. But now that he's got the big money. He might, you know, be taking a little bit more easily. Uh, you know, you might see Nick Harris getting some more snaps in uh, training camp or practice or whatever. And if JC needs to, you know, if, if he needs to come out or whatever, or if something's going on, now we got the, you know, we got something to fall back on so that we can go ahead and give uh, JC a blow and, and no let doubt. this young man come in and, and get some work. And not be worried about it. I'm telling you, this right. mark my word, Nick Harris is gonna be the man. Okay. We're gonna mark this down in uh episode number two. James said Nick is going to be the man. All right. That's right. So moving on to the sixth pick, or excuse me, round six, the eighth pick actually. Uh one eighty. 187 we had Donovan Peoples-Jones wide receiver from that school up north yes. 6 foot 2 212 pounds right so first of all I'm just going <laughs> to draft the wide receiver why you laugh? Why you laugh? Because uh, I <laughs> yes, because you said right, right. Um, no, it, it is, but being I, Buckeye honks, you know, it's hard not to hate on Michigan. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I usually have no love for Michigan players, just because I'm not really sure what those people up there are doing as it relates to talent evaluation, developing talent. And, you know, the whole nine. Um, hence the repeated beatdowns that we issue out against them. Uh, but uh, I think there is, you know, some talent there. And I'm not, you know, I'm not stupid enough to turn down talent, particularly talent that's hungry to be here. Um, I will have to say this much. Um, I don't know. There's, you know, social media is crazy. People on Twitter can be crazy. I'm just let's just put that out there. Somebody right. was coming at him already. I'm like, people, like, I get it. We're laughing, joking, haha. But like, it's not that deep, right? Um, somebody actually had to go out and pull up a tweet where he was like, you know, Cavs win game seven. So like he he was pro Cavs, so now he's okay. But I'm just like, okay, people. Just, just relax, calm down. It'll be just fine. But yeah, I, you know, I know a lot of conversation was made about there are so many wide receivers, excuse me, in draft, and we should probably pick, you know, 
up a couple of them. Uh, A1, you know, high in the draft. I'm okay that they waited a bit, um, particularly with what it seems like they were planning on doing. Um, what are you doing? Okay, I'm sorry. Thank you. I was like, okay, did he, is, he, is he building a, a small bench? But anyway, we digress. Um, I'm just glad they picked up. <laughs> <laughs> really, were you I'm making like an ice? Were you making an icy, icy like you know, shaved ice cone or something? Because that's what it sounded like you was doing. Close okay. shaved ginger for another round of ginger tea. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, okay. But anyway, share your thoughts with. Regarding the wide receiver. Okay, so I heard he's fast. I heard he has good hands. I heard Ohio State was on high alert whenever this guy was on the field. And I look forward to him showcasing his skills. I heard he's got some return ability as well. Okay, all excellent things. All excellent things. I'm a little surprised. He he lasted till the sixth round. I don't know if you blame it totally on his quarterback. Too bad about that quarterback. I think that quarterback had a horrible year. I think he's getting a real bad name. So um, coaching, but hey, yeah, yeah, I mean, but Harbaugh though, he coaching. This yeah. guy was in the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, he got lucky. You know what I mean? That's a Super Bowl coach. Ah, uh, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kaepernick. <laughs> I know. I was going there. I was just going to let it all roll. We'll come back to that conversation. Okay. But so that is, those were, those are um, our rookie draft class, draft picks um, that the Browns secured this past week. Uh, I, we did want to talk just a little bit also about a couple other things that have happened this week and a couple other things that probably affected some of those choices. Um, how you feel about the whole Trent Williams thing? Looks like we passed on that. Well, not looks like. We did pass on that. Uh, and he basically we got passed drafted. On that. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. He basically no, got drafted. He got drafted to, uh, where is it? I forgot. San Francisco? Is that where he's going? For like got, a bag of chips. He got traded. Traded, excuse me. Got traded oh, for like a bag wow. of chips. And No, for real. It was like <laughs> It was really low. It was really low. Because uh, everybody was kind of like, eh, not really interested. Like, not for what you're asking. I think the, the asking price was really high. And I'm I'm happy that the Browns did not um, kind of I'm, I'm glad they didn't make that deal, in other words. I think what they did, building for the future, was a better path to take. Now it could be it could have been a wrong decision because you know all these guys we're looking at that look pretty good on paper might end up being like you know a bum and maybe we needed to give them the second and third round pick or whatever they were asking for. Um, but time will tell. Time will tell. Um, he's a proven guy. He's a proven, proven Pro Bowl talent. Uh, I would have been okay if we acquired him. Uh, I mean, just because he's proven talent, Injured but he a lot, goes though. to Injured a lot. Well, I mean, a tumor. Come on, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I'm just, I mean, I it's know. not like he is. I'm just saying. But okay. yeah. Well, I feel you. He's not, I don't, I'm not particularly sure of all of his injuries. I only knew about the uh, tumor in the back of his head. Which is and which was concerning, you know. He sat out last year. Hopefully, he's got all that taken care of. I, I wish him the best. Right. You know? right. I wish him the best. Um, he's, he's going to Super Bowl team. I mean, he really. I mean, he kind of won. I mean, it's not. I really don't see him as losing. Maybe Washington lost. But he oh, got definitely. What he wanted. Washington he got to lost. to another team. Yeah. And he went to the Super Bowl team. So. Right. Um, good for him. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> that that just goes back to you know leadership in Washington. I I I pray for Chase and uh, Dwayne every day. Uh, also this week, um, the Browns picked up that fifth year option for uh, Miles and David. How you feeling about that? Right. Uh, yeah, for Miles, always glad to see him. Uh, any news about him staying is awesome. I'm glad about that. Uh, Mr. Njoku, stay <laughs> behind off of that circuit. <laughs> get in that playbook and doggone it. Get you double-digit touchdowns this year so you can prove your worth. Live up to that awesome yeah. talent. And <laughs> Love you, big man. <laughs> physical skill. <clears throat> Excuse me, you have. Yes. And then uh last but not least, late breaking news from today. Uh the Browns extended a one year uh contract to um a favorite player. Hollywood Higgins. Higgins, yes. I'm a little torn about this. And I I I like the guy a lot. Um, right. He came, he stayed here for the hometown discount. Right. And he really didn't with this team. He didn't owe this organization anything. Right, right. Um, he passed up bigger money to stay here. I mean, of course, I love seeing him in a Browns uniform. But another part of me was like, I understand the business of it all. And it's like, young man, get your money while it's hot. True. And this is true. I just... Yeah, I just hope everything works out for the best, for his best interest. Like, this is one of the few times where I'm like, eh, this is for the interest of the team and not himself. You know what I mean? Right. You guys kind of appear to be selfish, but this is one time when I'm like, oh, you know what? I wouldn't have held that against you if you would have went someplace else with, other money, with more money, because sometimes you just got to get it while it's hot because you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Exactly. I, you know, I'm glad to see him back. He was one of Baker's um, favorite wide receivers. They had a, a good connection. Hopefully, with all this um, this new scheme and playbook and all, everything will work out for all parties, and everyone will have their best season yet. So, uh, definitely not not upset with proven success you know players that we've had success with coming back so that kind of sums up what we wanted to talk about today any party words 
Uh, looking good. Looking good. All right. <laughs> and on that note, people, have a good evening. Go Browns. Go Browns. <laughs>